The following program contains scenes of violence, nudity, and mature subject matter. Parental discretion is advised. L.I.W. from the Crypt. Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to L.I.W. Test and the Crypt Review, episode 15. I'm Phoenix West. I'm Jansen Carlin. I'm Adam Wilcox. Dick, dick it here. <laughs> you do it like you're a superhero announcing your arrival <laughs> every time. Dick, dick it to the rescue. That's a, like he's announcing the prizes on the prices, right? Yeah. <laughs> he, oh, it's a, uh, what's his name on SNL? Dick, yeah. dick it. A musical guest. Polar. <laughs> musical guest. Meatloaf. Robert Smigel cartoon. Fool Fighters. We watched 406 What's Cooking. Well, okay. It has an 8.4 rating on IMDb. One of the what? trivia things on IMDb is the highest rated episode of the series on IMDb. Is it really? That's what it says. Oh don't my god. Don't bullshit me. Don't so bullshit me. so if that's wow. true, every single episode from here on out is downhill. Oof. Oof. No. Yellow is way better oh. than this. Oh, yellow. Yellow doesn't belong on Tales from the Crypt. No. No. Yellow was like a as an artsy kind of short. It's like really well done. Yeah. It was a it was a movie. It was meant to yeah. be a movie and it was turned yeah. into a TV show. That was a good episode. Good and I'm also reading that it's not the first time that Meatloaf's character has been eaten. It happened before on uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That is true. But he won't do that. Where do we start? Uh, I, I guess we'll start with the with the setup of our main characters, which are uh, Christopher Reeve plays Fred. His wife is Bess well, Armstrong, Irma. Christopher Reeve is on screen while a camera's pointed at him while he says dialogue in his walkthrough, and they just recorded it and never never rehearsed and, and uh, did a second shot. And then uh, Judd Nelson plays Gaston. And Bess Armstrong's Irma. And she's uh she's great. She's fantastic. Everyone in this episode is fantastic. I'm looking her up right now. She has a lot of credits. Yeah. Art LaFleur plays Phil, the cop. The cop with a a, a navy a navy cop uniform with like black right here and black on the shoulders and nothing on them. Please refer to him as John Barenthal the <laughs> first. Jansen's fairly sure he's John Barenthal's dad. Yeah. And I won't disagree because he has the exact same weird face. Where do you guys want to start with this one? Um, I don't know. Can we just cancel it? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't nearly you know, the worst. So, my soul hurts. I don't know how much more this I can take. <laughs> Was it the Judd Nelson effect or just the overall Tales from the Crypt effect? I don't. I I don't know if I can differentiate the two with this one. I think. If anything, Judd Nelson was probably the highlight of the episode. Wow. He was. For me. For sure. Um, the rest was just fucking necessary fluff, I guess. I don't know. Judd Nelson, his eight ball, and his friends that hold the eight ball while he's acting were the only ones that showed up on the set to actually work. Yeah. Judd Nelson and his posse. His homeless posse. His, his entourage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which consisted mostly like unemployed mimes. I don't know. All of his friends huff things out of bags on street corners. Yeah. <laughs> That's who he hangs out with. And not the character. That's Judd Nelson. 
It was a long time ago when he was a, he was a huge star. Yeah. Well, uh, I wouldn't even say that. He just fell slowly. The apple fell slowly from the tree. I like him in airheads. I feel for the guy. I mean, I really do. Because he's, you can tell he's actually trying in this episode. Like, he's, he's trying to work as an actor. He's not trying to be the best. He's just trying to work. And nobody else is giving him any fucking help. <laughs> he has nobody to play off of. Nobody's doing any type of real acting. They're just doing this over-the-top bullshit that... Man, I, I can't. <laughs> he actually. Well, also, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was saying, it, it, the melodrama effect of Tales from the Crypt, I think, is the problem. When you're dealing yeah. with EC comics from the '50s, it's like, how else do you read it? Like, it's just that's it. That that's how right. you're gonna do it. You're not gonna be nuanced about it. And this is the fucking early '90s, where nuance wasn't even a fucking word. Sure. I mean, I just I feel like there's a better way to do it than what these some of these actors are putting forth. Right. Like, it's just so unbelievable and like forced with some of them, especially Chris Reeves in this episode. Like, Chris, are you friends with him? I I don't feel like he deserves his full name. Okay, me me and Chris, we put a lot of backs on mattresses. Just we're going to call him C. Reeves. And C does not stand for Chris anymore. He sounds um, so distinguished when you say it like that, though. C. <laughs> Reeves. I got a wicked case of C. Reeves. Yeah, Tonight I... on SNL, C. Reeves. Musical guest, C. Reeves. So, ironically, it sounds like a horse, C. Reeves. Somebody else talk. I got no calls. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I would say, oh. uh, What's his name? Uh, Judd acts like uh, Bender in, in Breakfast Club when he's being serious and he kind of like talks. Mm. He doesn't really have an emotional level like in those serious scenes. He obviously he screams and stuff and acts like a lunatic. But when he's serious, he looks just like in this episode. And he's kind of like he looks like he's a, a sociopath. Mm-hmm. And he does a lot of that in this episode. But it was it worked Which, in this. It's playing to his character. Exactly. So I was like, oh, it's really blank. But I'm like, oh, it's working, though. And then I watched Christopher Reeves trying way too hard. And you can tell he didn't have enough time to prepare for any of this. Because he's like, come on. Like, what are you doing? It's and like, he kept doing this. <laughs> it's like Christopher Reeves was like, oh, man, let me pull out my Chris Farley overacting and see what happens. <laughs> to see what happens. Wrong Chris, bud. Yeah. Wrong Chris. <laughs> That's what pisses me off about this show, though, right, guys? It's like we have all of these actors that we know from wonderful movies from way back when, and they show up on this show, and they leave all of that behind them. Here's the thing. It's 1992. This is a cable TV show. This isn't 2018 cable TV show where they're all esteemed. This was the time of Dream On, uh, uh, awful HBO shows like uh, Dream On. Uh, what else was there? First, first and Ten. First and Ten, do it again. Arliss. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're talking bottom of the barrel before before The Sopranos changed everything. Mm. And I think that's the problem that we're facing and that's why I'm going to commit suicide tonight. God. <laughs> they had a lowered scale. It's like you need to get down to our level. This is nothing TV, guys. You don't have to really do anything. Just show up, read your lines, and GTFO. Yeah. And I wonder how much they got paid. That would be yeah. interesting to find out. 
They probably yeah. got paid in steak dinner. <laughs> they, they ate meatloaf. Yeah, <laughs> they really did. Pretty sure Judd Nelson got paid in aerosol products. <laughs> that he huffed. Yeah, yeah. I always say yeah. I guess, well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you have to supply the bag, Judd. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. It's cool. Papa's got a brand new bag. I'll, I'll empty out my needle bag. It's fine. Oh, but let's talk about Bess Armstrong. <laughs> oh, what the fuck happened in the beginning of this episode? It immediately starts off. He's like chopping onions. They run just a squid restaurant, which is a terrible fucking idea. In the middle of this yeah. like podunk Boston suburban neighborhood, where the fuck's coming for a bad squid? Joke. And then she walks up to him with a hatchet, and he's like talking about something, and she like goes to hit him with the hatchet, and he's like, "You're gonna ruin the blade. Don't do that." And she puts the hatchet down. It's End of coming. joke. Yeah, I think I think what what was trying to be said was that she's mad at him because of their failing restaurant, and she was ready to kill him. And that was but, literally going to kill him, though? Yeah, apparently. She's fucking brutal. You got to yeah, keep a bitch like that. too, man. Fuck. Yeah. Well, she did fight Jaws 3D. That's true. Oh, she God. was in that. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up. I really didn't need to think about that right now. Louis Gossett Jr. gets killed by a... By shark, a screensaver. He gets killed by a... Sc- yeah, that's right. He got killed by a screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part of that movie is when Jaws breaks through the glass. <laughs> Imagine dying to pixels. <laughs> it's, it's it was really slightly more exciting than Shark Exorcist. We'll say God, I wish I had a shark toy up here. I don't have one. <laughs> Where's your necklace, Adam? Oh, it's over here. So you usually have your Jaws door. thing on your on your mic. I usually do, but it makes you going a lot through of your noise. pimpling drawer. <laughs> <What was that? laughs> there you go. Oh wow! You're very sleepy. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, right off the bat, after she does this, they we introduce to the janitor Judd Nelson, who's sweeping, and he says he has a good deal on meat. So he, this motherfucker's been planning this for a while. Who knows how many restaurants he's done this to? He's got a weird con going on where he goes and meet eats people and gets that's the thing i think that that's the that's the crux he's done this multiple times yeah he clearly has because he's like oh, right at the bat he's like yeah i know how to get meat and they're like shut the fuck up judd nelson shut call Mallory ringwater with your fucking ideas and he's like all right Speaking you should never meat. take meat from judd nelson when he has eyes like this <laughs> yeah. you should never I take know, meat from anyone meat. Let's let's bring it back. You should never just take meat from anyone. You don't know no. where that meat's coming from. You don't know what that meat's going to be. Fuck? Especially meatloaf. Yeah. <laughs> Especially meatloaf. Fucking bitch tits. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> I won't do that. <laughs> I had a heart attack on stage like five times. <laughs> I got the meat sweats, baby. He's not my favorite fat singer to have a heart attack story that, that made me laugh. <laughs> It was uh, John oh, Popper from yeah. Blues Brothers. Yeah. So he was talking about masturbating and have a heart attack, and he kept he finished. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was one of those great VH1 behind uh, the music ones. What about the guy from Drowning Pool? That was a sad one. I don't know he who that is. Was just sad. He was pretty chunky. Yeah. Well, I can't think of any fat musicians. He died two days after I saw him live. I'm like, no, he's not dead. I just fucking oh. saw him two days ago. Like I said the generic thing that everybody fucking says. I'm like, I wow. just saw him two days ago. Died. 
Uh, who's the guy that was a drug addict? Oh, Chris something. Chris Farley. No, no, no. Singer. Cornell. Chris Cornell? No, not Chris Cornell. The other one. Oh, shit. He used to come to the bar all the time. I can't remember his name, but he was like a famous singer. He just died not too long ago. But he was a fucking junkie. He was just a mess. No idea. I'm sorry. It won't come to me. <laughs> All right. So, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. L.I.W. Unfortunately, we have to watch Christopher Reeves go back home where his wife is. And we. What the fuck happened in that? Because I, I heard a baby cry. And, Could have been next door. But there was no baby. I, I blacked out about that part. And then they argue about money. And he tries to borrow money from his wife off her credit card. And she like turns him down like he's the junkie brother. <laughs> like, I can't keep doing this. And then. And he proposes anal. <laughs> yeah, something about anal. And then <laughs> they go back to the work. enema restaurant. <clears throat> That's another joke that just didn't work. Why did the Why did the fluorescent lights say enema? I have no idea. Because it's stupid. It was. Why did the fluorescent, <laughs> fluorescent lights say enema? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. We're, we're all like, oh, look, the lights say enema. And none of us laughed. Not a single one of us laughed. Actually, we were just like, oh, it says Anna. Okay. Oh, here's Meatloaf. Look, who's, okay, look up Gil, Gilbert Adler. He wrote and directed this episode. I'm looking him up. I, I, what else did he has he done? I'm on him right he now. Owe, he owes us something him? for the time that we wasted. Yeah. He, he produced, ironically, he produced Superman Returns, which is the one Chris Reeves not in. Oh. <laughs> He produced you know 13 what? If, Ghosts. If he produced Superman Returns, he got his. And he, yeah. He God, listen to this him. shit. In Ryan a row. Got him. In a row, he produced 13 Ghosts. Whoa. Ghost Ship. Oh. Starsky and Hutch. Constantine. Whoa. Superman Returns and Valkyrie. So there, there's your. Uh, he worked with him twice yeah. at least. I I bet you he's he's really good friends with um, the guy uh, Alex Kurtzman. It sounds like some uh, Alex Kurtzman oh, type record. I got there. great news, guys. We're going to see this guy a few times in this show because he directed. Oh, first of all, he did an episode of Freddy's Nightmares first, but then he did this episode, and then next season he does Death of Some Salesman, and then in '96 he directed Bordello of Blood, the second Tales from the Crypt movie, and then he directed an episode of Perversions of Science. So we're gonna we're gonna deal with this motherfucker four times. I can't wait. Oh, fuck. I don't know if I'm going to make it that long. He looks like Wes Craven. Oh, so he's dead. He looks like he would be. Hello, I'm Gimbal Abla. How are you? I, I did this episode. It is the greatest thing I've ever done. It's Christopher Reeve, and he is a a, uh, a cook and a squid. Get it? That's the joke. <laughs> Nobody he likes squid. Kevin Smith look like high art. Yeah. Oh, God. The, uh, why squid restaurant? Why anima? Why? funny. None of it's funny. No, you're wrong. Did, did anybody I mean, laugh? See, it, it's funny because it's weird. See, it's funny. Funny, want, weird. Ha ha, weird, funny. I want the sign to say enema because you get an enema when you're sick and you have stuff in your stomach. And it makes you fakakto. You know, it's <laughs> disgusting. People will laugh. It's funny. That's a funny word. It's hilarious. And nobody give Christopher Reeves a script until, the, the, until we do the shot. I want him to be figuring it out live on camera. Make sure he has a Boston hat on to make sure that everybody knows this is in Boston. Even though it's is fucking Bernie Sanders directing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even though it's it's blaring New Orleans jazz inside this Boston neighborhood. I love jazz music. I had to turn it down. It was so loud. 
It sounds like the music they play when you go to like one of those theme parks and they got like that one little like, you know, old time New Orleans part of the theme park and you're walking through there and that music is just playing constantly because you're going to get on like some kind of an old timey train or something. And there's a racist rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, it's <laughs> theme park I'm talking about. I, I would it's rather listen the... to the song from Beverly Hills Cop 3. Wonderful, wonderful world. Oh. Happiness is king. Do, do, do. I listen to that cameo, song. Cameo George Lucas. Also, Judge Reinhold. <laughs> we're, before we start recording, we're talking about all the Juds and Judges we know. And I did bring something up. And let me know, because Richard, you probably know this. What episode, What movie was it that Christopher Reeves did, which is really ironic, because he played a guy who killed his wife and then claimed in court he was crippled. And then uh, Joe Montanga was the pro- prosecutor, and he stabs him in the leg. <laughs> And Christopher Reeves just stands there, sits there cold face. And that's how it ends. Spoiler alert for that movie. It was like under suspicion or something. That sounds rough, man. Yeah, it's from like Holy 96. Shit. So when he when he actually crippled himself on the horse, I was like, I don't believe him. Because I saw that movie already. <laughs> I was like, I've been down this path with Christopher Reeve. That is definitely life imitating art. Yeah, Holy it's shit. just fucked up. What was that movie called? Oh, God, it's going to drive me crazy. I think I, I don't remember. I couldn't tell you, but I think it sounds familiar. Above suspicion. It wasn't under suspicion. It's above. Above suspicion. Yeah. There's a lot of suspicion movies. <laughs> Woof. Kim, Kim Cattrall's in it. All right. What do you make me? I'm just if I have any brain cells left after this. <laughs> do we need the? We don't need to go in order. Fuck it. Um, they kill Meatloaf. He stabs Meatloaf at first, and then we find out off screen when Judd Nelson's hanging out with his uh fucking paint bag, paint huffer friends <laughs> that uh. He's going to call the cops. That uh, Meatloaf's is screaming, he's going to call the cops. And then l- the next day, Judd Nelson's like, I got all this meat. And then they're all serving these steaks up, and everyone's getting obsessed with it. And then suddenly, everyone's in a fucking rush. Some old lady smells it from the alleyway. And uh, I was convinced it was just Meatloaf's sweat. That was just an aroma. It's like fucking part coyote. Yeah. It's the meat sweats. Yeah. yeah. In a different way. A much, much grosser way. Can you imagine eating Meatloaf? Not the food, the person. That's disgusting. I think both of them are just. I think that's another one of those dumb jokes where, like, I know we'll get that guy Meatloaf to be in the show about about cannibals. Get it? Meatloaf. It's funny. I called me. I mean, this show did have 10 puns in the the intro and the outro, so. I love puns. What can I say? I'm Gil Adler. How are you? Five each. I slum in the the cat skills. It's fantastic. At least for once, the intro and outro for the episode with the Crypt Keeper felt like it was connected to the storyline. We haven't had that in a while (laughs) because it's the Crypt Keeper doing a corkscrew into a guy's eyeball, pulls it out, puts it in a little martini glass. And at the end, he's got the the tap in his head and he does it and he pours out a little bit of something. I don't know what the brain goo, whatever he's drinking. At least it tied in. It wasn't the the NASA thing. Remember that one? Draining his knowledge. Were you guys on for the NASA one? We were. We were trying to figure out what the fuck does this have to do with the episode that we just watched. And we just came to the conclusion that they just filmed it yeah. and threw in a different episode. Like, whatever. They don't care. That was all high as shit. They don't know what's happening. <laughs> that would be the it's only cable. explanation. cable. Fuck it. We could do whatever we want. Fuck it. Enema. It says enema. This is funny. Get it? Enema. <laughs> um. <laughs> They find out. Well, Christopher Reeves go back, goes back in the freezer, and with Judd Nelson, which is never a good to be alone with Judd Nelson. Why is Judd Nelson always getting people into tight situations? I don't know. 
Why is he? Why is he dressed like an Amish person in this whole episode? I think it's like a waiter outfit, but it is not. I've never seen a waiter wear suspenders. No, I'm thinking that when they filmed this, they raided the wardrobe at whatever fucking studio they were filming this at, and that's literally all the fuck they could come up. No, I think what really happened is Judd Nelson walked in off the street wearing whatever the fuck he had with him because he's broke (laughs) as fuck. And he didn't have any money to buy clothes. All he had left was a costume from when he used to be in plays. Yeah. He's like, I brought my friends. They're going to be in the episode. Hey, guys, I was just in a, you know, a a production of Fiddler on the Roof. So here I am. Let's figure this thing out. I directed that. It was wonderful. It was fantastic. (laughs) So many enema jokes. Chuck Nelson was a wonderful Tevye. And then he finds out Meatloaf's in there. And we get to see... Meatloaf. It's not really him, obviously, but we see a fully nude man. How do we know that's not Meatloaf's meatloaf? ass is torn wide open? I don't want to. <laughs> that's how I would think Meatloaf would be on a normal Tuesday. Well, it's a rum roast, but it's Meatloaf. Get it? <laughs> I'm hanging on meat hooks here in the freezer. <laughs> you know what I did love is how Judd Nelson casually cuts his ass up. Puts it on a chop and like makes a couple steaks out of it. Yeah. Brings it's, out to the it's wife. It's a perfect slice of fucking steak too. Just like yeah. he's good yeah. at what he does. He is. He's With clearly a fucking done meat it. cleaver, no less. Yeah. He, he's a janitor and he can cut the perfect steak out of a man's ass. The man's <laughs> With an artist. Meat cleaver. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta get them rump cuts. That's where all the you know the the marbling from the fat is. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. It's very true. I just like the fact that he can do that as a janitor. That's a. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. Do you think he's killing those homeless guys on the side to practice for this? Oh yeah, like we said, he he's done this before. This is yeah. his whole thing. Like he goes to broken down restaurants that are trying to sell squid on sticks, and he goes, "I got an idea for meat processing. You guys want some meat? Like, this is a meat. vegetarian restaurant. Please stop pitching us meat." Yes, that's why he moved to Boston. Yeah, no vegetarians there. They're not allowed to be. No, he was in California for twenty years. And they were all vegan restaurants. <laughs> uh, they they serve them up. Everyone goes fucking crazy for the meat. It's like there's there's human flesh and crack cocaine inside of this guy. I have no idea. Well, is it was the guy a fucking drug mule? And they're just cutting into that. That's why everyone's so addicted to him. It's could... fucking meatloaf, bro. <laughs> meatloaf did all the drugs, and then the people ate the drugs <clears throat> that he did. Yeah. No, see the the bitch tits made him full of. Hormones and shit. So oh, the flavor is accentuated. Uh huh. I see. So like push... a bat out of hell. You thought about this, this was, a little too this much. This was pre non-GMO 1992. So <laughs> those steroids are pure. <laughs> so I guess the rest of the episode is just them fucking each other over and and blah blah blah. But uh, let's go through this. Uh, what do we what do we think about the episode? What do you guys want to rate this? Because I don't know how long we want to talk about this shit show. Eight point four. I've been given my <laughs> thoughts about. It has an eight point four on IMDb. <sighs> my rating system is flawed. I'm gonna see it from Phoenix's point of view. I will give this one a six out of ten. Okay. Oh. I think it had effort. It was yeah. a different storyline than we've seen before. The acting was subpar. The writing was mediocre. So six out of ten. Um, I'll go next. I completely agree. It's five's where I start to hate it. I didn't hate this episode. I just thought it was badly acted. It had the story moved along at a, at a decent enough pace. The ending where 
Judd Nelson tries to trick the wife into thinking Christopher Reeve's going to kill himself with a gun because he's been killing people. And then the whole trick is that she knows, he knows, her husband knows that the gun is empty. And then they cook up Judd Nelson with the cop involved. Everyone's in on it. And that's kind of what I was hoping for. I said that in the episode. I'm like, I wish everyone was in on this. And just want to eat humans. They don't really care. And that's what happened. So I got what I wanted. And But it wasn't like above six because there's nothing I loved. It was just okay, which is just what I call a six. When do you guys want to go? Is Richard frozen? Yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and go. <laughs> I, 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 um, I was complaining earlier that with Tales from the Crypt, we never get any signs of mediocrity. Like everything's either the worst thing we've ever seen or like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is actually good. Uh, I think this is my first mediocre episode. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. So for that, I'm giving it a five. It didn't give me enough entertainment to where I'm going to remember it two hours from now. Yeah. Dick. So five, five for me. Well, I'm going to raise all the averages because I will give it a 10 out of 12. <laughs> I no, can't. I don't know. It was fine. Like, I remember watching it and being like, yeah, it's fine. So, yeah, it's about a six. I remember this one. This is one yeah, I actually, it, I don't remember fun. how it went, but I remember watching it. I, oh, speaking yeah. of. I, I know we all talked about this before, like our m- earliest memories of of the show, and mm-hmm. one of mine was the guy with the razor blades in the wall, and like two walls of razor blades, and the dog chases him in. Turns out that's from the first movie from 1972. Yes. So we don't get that's to watch. The one we remember fondly is the fucking movie. It was yeah. always way better than the TV show. Yeah, uh, it's very 70s, but I remember that like distinctly as a child. Turns out it wasn't even an episode, but I do remember watching this one. Unfortunately, I had to watch it again as an adult. That's the fucked up thing. I don't remember a lot of the episodes. I, I remember watching them, but I didn't retain any of it. Didn't leave any impact on me. You know, yeah. like I, I don't remember these until we watch them. It's like, oh, and then it all makes sense. <laughs> That's why I don't remember. <clears throat> yeah, like you watch the Twilight Zone, those old episodes. You remember a lot of them because they left some kind of an impact on you. This show was not going for that. This was just going for here's some stuff. Watch it, consume, repeat. You know. Yeah, I think I like the movie more. Oh yeah, meaning sure. meaning Demon Knight. Yeah, I like Demon Knight. Oh, I'm talking Demon about Knight had that baller soundtrack too, though. So. Yeah. You know what's amazing is after the first two movies, the, uh, not the first two, but the after the series with the Crypt Keeper, like this this puppet that we all know. There's two movies, and then they did one where it's like a voodoo Caribbean thing called Ritual, where it's like Tales from the Crypt presents. And they edited him in afterward, oh. and it's so weird. It's terrible. But is he in really? a suit? <laughs> Voodoo again? Yeah. The only thing I needed was some paintings. Was Whoopi Goldberg in it? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I do want to give this He's episode one more star for not having a fucking painting episode. But I'll I'll hold off. I'll hold off on that. Six is good. Six is good. It it deserves. If we can get. If we can get through two episodes without a painting, then we'll give it an extra star. All right, you there guys convince me. I'll I'll change my rating to six just because there was no fucking painting and there was no voodoo bullshit this yeah, time. There so. you go. All right, six it is. I'm convinced. So like I said, five is where I start to go. Fuck this. Okay. Six is eh. It's average. It's a D. It's a D minus. D. Yeah. You passed. There. Yeah. You, you get a pass, but I, I didn't. Fuck. It, it is not a fucking eight point four. That's for sure. No. no. 
people yeah, are out of their goddamn that's, mind. That's, yeah, that's odd. Unless you were just really excited that it had Meatloaf and Christopher Reeve and uh, Judd Nelson in the same episode. But as we've seen from past episodes, having lots of actors in the episode means fuck all for this show. I think as a bunch of uh, we've seen- I think a bunch of cannibals just got together and spammed IMDb. <laughs> I think so too. No, nah, it was Judd Nelson. <laughs> Judd Nelson's got a huge network. It's like, it's like a bunch of anti vegans. Yeah. He got the whole club. Alt accounts and botting IMDb. Uh, I was going to show you guys something, but it won't load. But what oh. I found was um, it's every time I click on the, on the file, it freezes. So I'm just going to stop. Uh, what I found was there's a Tales from the Crypt game show. Oh, yeah. And I, I showed Jansen this. It's called Secrets of the Crypt Keeper's Haunted House from 1996. Hmm. And it doesn't have an end date, so that shit could still be going for all I know. <laughs> I did find two episodes on YouTube, so eventually we will watch those. <laughs> but you're walking... It's a game show with children walking through. And they're like, the sloths. It's like, it's like Legends of the Hidden Temple type of game. Where they're wow. competing for the Crypt Keeper's secrets, I guess. I don't know. I, I do you what? just thrive on our misery, or I do? <laughs> I told you guys all this from the from the first time I got on this on this show. Phoenix is a masochist. He's a fucking sadist. Any situation <laughs> to just feel pain and love it. This whole time, when you guys are suffering and like, oh, I'm, I'm squeezing my nuts and twisting them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Judd Nelson. <laughs> over there fucking twerking himself. And the only thing that makes it better is to watch other people in as much yeah. pain yeah. as he is. Like, oh, oh. God, they're hating it too. Fucking What's twisting. that, Jansen? You're if bored? I twist all their nuts at the same time, I do it. Tell me you're bored again. <laughs> Tell me you want to kill yourself again, dick. <laughs> Tell him you love Christopher Reeves acting. I thought I was being a dick at the beginning when I started complaining about Christopher Reeves, but then you guys got on board, and I was like, okay, good. I don't have to feel like such a dick. He's, he's, he's fucking dead. He's not going to come back and sue you for libels. What, Dick? Not even his wife. <laughs> yeah, no. She's dead, too. Yep. Kind of We're safe. Sad. We can, we can yeah, talk all the right. shit we want. Uh, I, I definitely you know feel, feel you know bad what? for what I'll happened to him. go out there but... and say it, okay? Fuck that guy, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I said it in a book. <laughs> I put it in a book like 10 years ago. I'm like, you ride a fucking horse. You have a risk. He deserves that shit. <laughs> it was Superman. The curse of Superman is alive and real. Don't ever forget that. This one didn't get shot, though. Well, it's just as fucking bad. <laughs> what's, what's worse, kryptonite or falling four feet off a horse? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You fell four feet off a horse onto kryptonite. <laughs> Meaning terra firma, just fucking basic earth. Extract your spinal column. Jesus Christ. Remember that commercial, that Super Bowl commercial where he walked? I remember, yeah. I, I didn't know it was, was kind of awkward. Because it was his floating head on another man's body. Oh, no, like I don't. CG. Yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was really awkward. And it was just like, okay, guys, let's not do that. It was directed by James Cameron. No, oh. it was directed by Gilbert Adler. <laughs> <laughs> My greatest picture. It was fantastic. I put Christmas. What, what the fuck was he advertising? The new iPhone? It was something like that. It was about like innovation. Uh, it wasn't stem and cells. I, no, it was. I want to say it was. It was a Super Bowl commercial. I know that. And he's Microsoft. Like, we're changing the world. Microsoft. It might have been. It might have been. IBM. I know, and I think it was directed by Ridley Scott. Because oh, <laughs> he'll do every commercial. Because Christopher Reeve knew an alien. That's how he got the walk. 
Back, oh, back when Ridley God. Scott did movies or, or current Ridley Scott, where all he does is say, I hate God. I hate God. I hate God. God is not real. He doesn't say that. He says, uh, I don't care. <laughs> he says, I, you changed the whole the whole uh, idea of aliens. So, like he's so. I he's wanted to talk about off. how much I hate God. It was for Nuveen Investments Company. Yeah, there you go. Is that a stem cell research company? I have no idea. Look it up. Let me find out. Yeah. Their, their logo is the infinity symbol. I just remember him in South Park when he's eating the stem cell babies. Look at like they're slurping him up. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, I think you know, I want to bring like dead actors back into movies, like modern movies. I think Christopher Reeve would have been a good Thanos. Do you... It's uh, First... they do wealth management and financial planning for nonprofit institutions and universities what do they do Boring. what do they do drugs it, it's it's a hedge fund you told me what they do and i still i have more questions about what they do now i know that's what you know it's drugs. More, it's all products yeah. for homeless people it's drugs drugs yeah. drugs drugs judd nelson's huge into that company then not street drugs <laughs> your spokesperson they're, they're worth 970 billion dollars so that's oh. pretty good all right did they get they the Superman estate? Is that why? I guess that commercial paid off. <laughs> <laughs> Not for Christopher Reeves, but is yeah. that the is that Christian Bale's company from uh, the Big Short? Oh God! <laughs> I don't know why I brought that up. It was on the other day. <laughs> I'm playing the drums because I'm so upset about about stuff. I got I wacky hair. About that movie, that movie made me progressively feel s- stupider as as it went on. Like the the harder they tried to over explain things to me, it made me so more retarded. Awkward. It was just so I hated when they had that suicide guy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the cook who killed himself, dude. Bourdain. By t- Bourdain. By the time that movie was over, I was eating glue and paste. And, but they know. gave you Margot Robbie in a bathtub explaining how... Uh, Don't how... watch Chaney. Don't watch <laughs> Chaney. It's horrible. Or Vice, I'm sorry. Vice. I didn't watch that. That, was, that, that the, same, the same fucking director? Adam McKay. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Man, he okay. sucks. He I sucks. might be in the wrong room. I liked both movies. I like I, I like Big I Short. I like Big Short. I like Big Short. I don't I like, like Big Short, and I like Chaney. I, I didn't see Vice. Vice. I like Chaney more for Sam Rockwell than anything else. No, he was Sam Rockwell's in it. Sam Rockwell. I, it, Sam the performances good. wasn't what I had the problem with, Jansen. It was just that that they were trying to explain what the fuck was going on so much that it made me feel mm. stupider. Like it, it just you. it had a reverse effect on me. It See, was like I, I, making my brain cells melt. Yeah. I absorb I absorb um, information well that way, so maybe that's why I enjoyed it. Yeah, it had a reverse effect on me. I probably would have understood that movie more had they not tried so hard to explain it to me. Yeah, fair enough. Like they kept breaking the fourth wall. They're like, well, yeah. here's Margot Robbie in a bathtub to explain yeah. to what the fuck this movie's about. And Margot Robbie, can she go away now because she's yes. failed? Yeah. Is I'm it Robbie or Robbie? Robbie. Who gives a shit? She's a failure. Listen. Ro- Robbie's not... more fun to say. Robbie. Margot disrobe. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Margot Loser. Robbie. Uh, I hate that bitch. <laughs> Did you watch her her movie? Like she tried to be a superstar producer, and she made that uh, fucking ice skater movie. Oh, I Tanya! Tanya. I Tanya? No. Did you see that, Pete? We have no idea what's happening here. Uh, no, yeah, I did not see up. that movie because it's about ice skating. But I hear it's good. I, I have no idea. Wasn't she up for an Oscar? Yes, for I Tanya. <laughs> yeah. 
She paid for that. Like she's a, she's awful. But she shows her vagina in Wolf of Wall Street. That's it. One time, and it's over. <laughs> We're not gonna be friends, are we? She would only show her vagina for Scorsese. Scorsese, I would too. I would show <clears throat> Scorsese my vagina for sure. I was gonna say, I think anybody I would do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would grow a vagina for Scorsese. Yeah, that's true. It's in your contract. <laughs> you got to get that Christopher Reese Foundation and get some stem cells. Maybe you can grow one. <laughs> oh, oh, out of your ear. <laughs> Growing vaginas and green M&Ms. <laughs> oh, man. That's very uh, Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. It's funny, see? Because it's weird. <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh, I feel like I should get one of those oh. Tales from the Crypt comics and read them to you, just so you understand the dialogue. I went to go down to buy some, but then they closed everything again, so I can't. Uh, yeah, that sucks, yeah. All right. Ah, fuck. Here, how are we going to die slowly here? going to do some ball handling here. Can we take, like, a hiatus for, like, six weeks before we have <laughs> We just did. That's the fucked up part. We just took a six-week hiatus from This is show. us coming back. Yeah, this is us coming back, and it, it, I know, it still but hurts. I need another yeah. hiatus. G forty nine. I bought a new computer for this. E Tepakuyan's oh. place to be reviewed says Martin Short is greater than Martin Scorsese. You're Ooh. an idiot. Well, Ooh. I got good Ooh. news. Oh, shots fired by Dick Dick. Yeah, no, Pete, I'll, Pete's, I'll... Pete's a good friend of mine. G forty nine. He's a friend of ours. That's why I, I, it's fine. That's a joke. I get it. Oh, he can take it. Trust me. It's fine. I got he good used news, to be guy. a pro wrestler. He can take insults. Okay. <laughs> so I did the drawing. I have good news, guys. Next time, we don't have to watch a Tales from the Crypt episode. Wow. We're going to watch a Tales from the Crypt Keeper. 108 Hide and Go Shriek. It's a cartoon. Fuck you. Oh, it's no. a cartoon. No, it, the cartoons are better. Trust are me. They? I've watched them. They're cartoons. <laughs> it's not true. We'll see, I guess. It's not true. Did you watch one yet, Adam? That's impossible. No! Yes! To answer your question. The cartoons, it has a, what did I say, 16% chance of me landing on it, and I've landed on like six now. Wow. It's fucking insane. Go buy a lotto ticket. It's mathematically impossible for me to have landed on these. You have the Drake equation. Like I thought we weren't watching issue. them together. Oh, were you just doing them on your own for a while? I was doing them on my own for a while. Mm. Yeah. And then he decided he wanted to watch us suffer because it's yeah, more, he's a more erotic for him. That was so. when I was yeah. five weeks ahead on their show. Now I'm not. Mm-hmm. And I want to watch you guys. No, I, I honestly don't <laughs> think you'll suffer as much. This is not as bad as as the normal episode. Yeah, but I still have to watch Twilight Zone, so... You have to watch two (laughs) terrible Twilight Zones. Lord. I'm so glad CBS Access didn't work out for me. (laughs) Didn't work out for me either. I did my seven-day trial, watched the entirety of Twilight Zone, and canceled that bitch. It wouldn't even give me that. I don't know what the hell. I tried on my PS4 here and just did not connect at all. Try on your computer now. Listen, Dick, you couldn't download Google Chrome today, yeah. so I'm not sure. This is true. This is true. I was going to say that, too. <laughs> but but I, I didn't get to watch it, so I'll take it. Oh, no, the, uh, this you, season's better. Luddite. Season two is better than season one for Twilight Zone. Is than, it? Yeah. Okay. Definitely yeah. is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. 
Definitely. It's an improvement. It's not enough. It's not worth subscribing to CBS All Access, but they're at least trying. It's a step in the right direction. It, it's enough to give you hope. I would not recommend joining us next week, though, because we're watching Tear two. it all away and crush yeah. your soul. <laughs> That's just it. Like, one week will be like, yeah, we can still write, but we want to give you this shit. So. You know what I just thought of? There's an episode down the line here that I really, really enjoyed for Twilight Zone. That's nice. Yeah. Is it directed by Gilbert Adler? Oh, it could be. Does it have anal? <laughs> no. I shall buy that. <laughs> no. Gilbert Adler here. I love the Twilight Zone. Rod Schilling was a great friend of mine. By the way, we all agree that we love the uh, the model, the opening model for uh, Tales from the Crypt. And uh, Dick, this is for you. You bunch of losers! You're working with a professional here! Nice fucking model! <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in so long. I just watched that like it's still ago. good. It's still good. It's it's, it's back classic. when when we could tolerate Tim Burton. We actually liked Tim Burton for a long time, and then we realized that he was really out of jokes. I call okay. it the uh, Tim Burton and Bim Turton. <laughs> what well, what was the last movie you remember Tim Burton exactly. put out that was good? Big Fish. I like Big Fish. Didn't he do Sweeney Todd? He did Sweeney Todd. That was, was that before Big Fish? No. Did you see no. Big Eyes? No. Big Eyes is good. Is it? It looks bad. Big Eyes is, is really good. I like uh, because, Christoph Waltz. I like him a lot. Well, it's written by the guys that wrote Ed Wood. Oh, really? And the, Yeah, So and, and Larry Flint, those guys. And uh, They wrote that wh- script. What's that new movie they did? Oh, about, Dolomite? Yeah. My name is oh, Dolomite. Great. Dolomite. Yeah, Dolomite wonderful. was great. Okay. Those are my two favorite writers in Hollywood. Maybe I'll, I'll check it out because I didn't know they no, wrote it. it's good. I love yeah, Ed Wood. Do- Dolomite is my good. name is really good. I, yeah. I Ed Wood's fucking awesome. Yeah. Edward was really great. I, it was a lot better than I thought it would be. And Martin Landau, holy shit! Yeah, well, that, that, that's Tim Burton's masterpiece. Yeah, yes. it's, it's his, Ed Wood. It's his sole masterpiece. He has yeah, other good it. movies, but Jansen's right. Sweeney Todd, I liked. I didn't love it, but I liked it. Yeah. I think Big Fish was the last really good Tim Burton movie that came out. It's got Dan DeVito. I didn't mind the the Mrs. Pettigreen's Peculiar Children movie. Oh, I didn't see that because I'm an adult. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, it was on HBO. <laughs> I watched it. it. It's fine. It's serviceable, but I'm an Eva Green guy. Does so, Eva I mean, Green get naked? It, it wasn't bad as in it was a better alternative to termites on my scrotum. But, um... <laughs> I'll watch her well, in uh, Sin yeah. City 2. That's about it. Yeah. Uh, yes. Is Ed Wood on my list? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll like that one. I think that's on Netflix. Oh, Edward's, Ed Wood's yeah. great. Ed Wood's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, that's... My top ten for sure. It's uh, Tim Burton's got I like movies about real people. Even though it's not realistic, (laughs) but yeah, it's it's great. Because the real the real Edward would make you like weep. Way sadder. Because so sad. (laughs) When he have you seen that 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 documentary about him when he's doing? They showed the movies that he was in the seventies, like those monster nudie movies. Oh, he's in like flat out. Tentacle oh, porn. That, the movie oh. he did was considered porn, but you watch yeah. it like this is boring as fuck. But that it's was just, porn. It yeah. was so sad though, because he's like you can tell he has the shakes from drinking and he's yeah. overweight and he's just he looks like he's his he's hair dying. is like now yeah. like sweat to his, his sweat stuck to his forehead and he's it's it's going to be Johnny Depp in literally two years. It's yeah. not far off. He's, he's, well, he's, that was sweater with, with scarves hanging off though. <laughs> So somebody needs to put Johnny Depp on suicide watch for sure. 
Oh shit! If I, he walks by, my favorite by a... part about this podcast is right now is that we're not talking about tales from the crypt. <laughs> That's kind of the point. If jo- if Johnny Depp walks You're past, welcome. if he walks past an oscillating fan, he's dead. <laughs> if he walks behind one, it's gonna suck it in like a jet engine. <laughs> Come Just out like, looking like meatloaf on the other side. Actually, the main... I, I would could, I would think that Johnny Depp would go out exactly like he did in a Nightmare on Elm Street. He's just laying in bed watching TV on <laughs> the fucking sucked. bed, and it just gets sucked into the fucking mattress and never comes back out. Again. A- Amber Heard did it. <laughs> Amber Heard's in the mattress. She's down. she's did it. Yeah, she sewed herself into her, his Serta mattress. And... I'm a lesbian. <laughs> oh God! So tell us from the crypt. Yes, what's cooking? We all got sad. Gilbert Adler. I just, the reason I brought up the show, we'll end on this because we're done, right? Um, sure. The reason I brought up the game show and I, and we're doing a cartoon is why the fuck was ABC trying to pitch this HBO show aimed toward adults with swearing and nudity and murder? Why were they so dead set on aiming this show at children on ABC for cartoons and, and game shows and toys and advertisements. Why the fuck was that their, the, Phoenix, their avenue? Clerks and RoboCop also had children's cartoons. Nobody, There's no rhyme or reason to that shit. Money. Not it's only so that, bizarre. Like, you could get away the with Toxic that Toxic Avenger shit, had a fucking children's cartoon. <laughs> That's true. And a toy That's line. But like, yeah, you, toy you line. actually got away with stuff like this back then. Like, If anybody tried to point anything like this towards kids nowadays... It, like shot now. If, Green if Inferno in the late eighties and early nineties, your childhood was awesome. I want to see the Green Inferno cartoon series and toy line. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Roth's Green yeah. Inferno's toy line. Cannibal Holocaust from Disney. I still I don't think I'll ever watch that movie. I just can't do it. Or no. the toy yeah. where you squeeze the stomach and the eye pops out. It's it's great. Kids I, love I it. I just know there's lots of farting in it and diarrhea. Oh, in Green Inferno. I haven't seen yeah. that one. I don't tend to watch it because I, I saw Cannibal Holocaust only because it was on Joe Bob Briggs and I love that guy. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll suffer through this just to say I watched it. It's and not worth watching. No desire to watch it again. No. no, I haven't seen Green Inferno either. And I don't need to. No, yeah. I've been told that I don't need to. And really, yeah. cannibal movies are not my jam anyway, which is yeah. ironic because this was a cannibal episode. What's cooking? What's cooking? Fucking so, meatloaf. They cooked meatloaf, and it still sucked. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here, guys. Um, we talked about what's cooking, kind of. It's it's a, all right. It's all right. It's the middle of the road. It's the most it's average me- thing I've ever seen. On, the, uh, the, the answer was a mediocre pile of shit was what was cooking. So the answer is meatloaf. <laughs> so. Yeah, um, plus. And two out of three <laughs> ain't bad. <laughs> it's, got, it's got four out of four for a six rating. That's not too bad. Adam, you want to do your plugs? Uh, yeah, ch- uh, follow me on Twitter. There's a, a great uh, bracket challenge type B-movie battle poll thingy going on that's really cool. That happened weeks uh, ago if you're listening to this. Yes, weeks ago if you listen to this. <laughs> um, check me out on RaidersOfLostFlicks.com is where my links to all my social media stuff is. And follow me on Twitter at Raiders underscore OTLF. You guys want any plugs down there? I know, Jansen, you're excited oh, to plug... Uh... Nope. Red Dragons Radio? No? Okay. We can't do Red Dragons Radio because his Tales from the Crypt shit ain't on there, right? That's true. We can do it. Just, you know, Jansen. Okay, yeah. Red Dragons Radio for Frank. Yeah. Frank's not here, but Dick, anything? We'll still tell us sell his t shirt. <laughs> That's the fucking point. <laughs> LAWstudios.com, uh, Twitter, LAWTFTC Review. I had to sh- abbreviate it. 
Um, B Movie Battle on Twitter, and uh, let's let's go ahead and pitch our other show. Uh, Tuesday nights, ten o'clock Eastern, we do two Twilight Zones. We're we're working our way through the twenty twenty season of the new show, and uh, combined with this, we want to slit our wrists every fucking week. But yeah, it's, it's shaping up just to be it's shaping up just to be like twenty twenty is already. We all want to die and twenty twenty you know, and watching stuff. bad shows too. It makes you not want to stay inside because you you have to watch Twilight Zone. Yeah, I'm really starting to hate you right now. You haven't even watched the bad ones yet, Jansen. Have you have you seen eight yet? No, no. I I, I am strictly watching them as we're going through them right now. I'm going to reach out to you. You can reach out to me for emotional support once you finish okay. watching that because you're yeah, going to want to complain about that. You're on your own. Yeah. And this week I might not know. Dick, I recommend you watch them. Right. There's four yeah. episodes this season that are really good. Yeah. Subscribe to CBS All Access because they clearly don't deserve it. And four out of ten. <laughs> it's fairly <laughs> failing. Um, all right, guys, let's get out of here. Uh, until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Jansen Carlin. I'm Adam Wilcox. Dick Dickett. Musical guest Dick Dickett. So long, citizens. So lo- Full oh. fighters. Got him. I win. Jansen. <laughs> I beat him too. Jansen! Did you guys see what happened? Go ahead. Say <laughs> it's too late. You ruined it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>